0: Welcome, radio listener. Two full spectrum cycling. This is show number two hundred and eleven.
1: Two eleven. You know,
0: that's uh, that's JK over there today.
1: <laughs> yes, indeed, indeed. We are still trying to find my damn link to the damn show notes. I don't yeah. know why this is a, it wouldn't. Whatever. It's
0: <laughs> full spectrum <laughs> cycling goodness. <laughs> I know. I just
1: got to find the damn link to the. Thing, uh,
0: yeah. we don't. We do not have a Tony Berger today. He will be maybe back next week. I hope, depending. At a loss in the family, so he will be attending to that type of stuff.
1: I'm in a condolences <laughs> all over there.
0: I'm in a position I'm not normally in. <laughs> I'm not normally sitting down doing this. <laughs> oh, <that's> <laughs> like, <laughs> What uh, in
1: your body or
0: uh, whatever? I don't know. I, it got hosed or whatever by a night owl again. So <laughs> being on the south side of town, I was like, well, I got to eat something. So I, some reason, went to Hardy's, and it's still.
1: Swatting you? It's
0: still here from. So four hours ago or
1: whatever. Oh, Lord. Was, so was, uh, were they sold out or were they just closed? It was just really busy, and I I didn't oh. really
0: have time to wait today just because I was on a mission. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was around 1, one o'clock. One, uh. I don't know, whatever. So I'm not sure how well they have it planned out, but I will get there Or sometime. how you have it planned out. Right, right? Just yeah. Or where, I, just, <laughs> I have to be patient and wait. And also, if I burp, I feel better. So oh, yeah. I might have to go off mic for a second and, <laughs> burp.
1: you know, every every one of those. just Steam little, control. Anyone, every one of those is just a it's little. It's all about steam control. A little bit better.
0: Uh, Mark Peterson's going to join us in a little bit, I believe. So that'll be nice. Thank God. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I don't really have anything to talk about today. Well, I, we do have, so as you're listening to this show, if it's on uh, Friday, like normal, we, Mr. Lunds and I should be traveling westward to the Mayday Mayhem Clunker event in Iowa. Looks like weather's going to be dandy, actually. Right so on. that was one thing that we had to clarify before we went in Osage Osage which is a a town I have never stayed in but I've been through there before Uh, it's just about as far north in Iowa as you can get without being in Minnesota (laughs) okay kind of sort of below Albert Lee if you were in Minnesota good hour west of uh Decorah so I think it'll be fun gonna try and uh that's the cobwebs off. Haven't really been riding a ton,
1: so I'll be riding down the shank and navigating the uh, bike parking. Can't be too uh, that close to the door. Oh, for uh, Friday night? <laughs> for yeah, Gun. load in, load out. No, no, you can't park here.
0: Durham Gurloge.
1: Yeah, and the four.
0: That sounds fun.
1: Yeah, that's gonna be a jam. So, <laughs> I got word uh, Casey will be in attendance, so that'll. Oh, that'll be fun. Definitely be enjoyable.
0: If I were in town, I would be there.
1: And I noted that he was the avatar for a couple shows I wasn't able to make it to. So I'm like, "Ah, I'm going to get his very descriptive, honest take on the, uh, what's his face, Uh, Tim Capello. The Lost Boys, uh, the shirtless saxophone player. Oh, right on. Yep, he, was, yep. he was at Promises. <laughs> so it was Casey was at that show. Yeah, so yeah. I'll get a yeah. good read from yeah, that. he. Yeah,
0: I think he has video of it. Yeah. At, point. <laughs> uh, at one point, he Casey was going to do, I think he may have even done a couple of uh, kind of movie review slash music review podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's pretty into that stuff. So.
1: For sure, for sure. For uh,
0: sure, man. Keep keeping it with the uh, music, just for a second. Uh, did you see the link to the the crosses T-shirt at Bifocal Media? Ah, yes. Brian Wallsby is a guy that draws a lot of punk rock art for T-shirts. Let me and see here. It's a limited edition. Oh, of a, nice. One hundred and fifty. I have my order. Steamrolling
1: faces. Yeah,
0: it's. Uh, I mean, this is uh, this is Dan from the project and. They've been doing, it's a Cows and Beer, I think, or something? They've been doing one of the, yeah. al- one of the albums, along with some other original stuff. And uh, by Cracky, he can still belt it out pretty good over there. Oh, hell yeah. And they are doing some sort of tour. I know they're going to be trying to pack in more cities. So if they come to your town, the Crosses uh, would be someone to see, for sure, if you're in that punk rock scene.
1: I did get word, on the musical note, <clears throat> I got word that uh, flames were not to be found at the last Dye Kaiser show. No, I, that was, I think they're kind of at that venue at X-Ray. I think I that's think, sort of yeah. being, being frowned but, upon. Yeah, well, frowned upon is one thing. But <laughs> it doesn't mean that they didn't do it. Because um, <laughs> I think like maybe it was the last time or the time before they kind of snuck out the side and did like a quick... Burn, dun 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 dun, dun 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 you know. Okay, now we're done. Yeah. Now yeah. we're out of town again. Yep. Jump in the van, we're on the run. <laughs> Pretty much. it's I get that vibe. <laughs> times.
0: Yeah, that's just my my, uh, <coughs> my flight path that day did not allow me to get down there, so. Indeed. I feel, I, I, I feel bad, but I've seen him several times. Right, yep, so. yep.
1: Yeah, yeah. And the Tyner show worked out as a... <laughs> It's a
0: consolation prize. Yeah, for sure. For
1: sure. <laughs> Even though going down the cut hay was, as I said, logistically possible. It's not on the table. It's they're not going to be on until 130, which we found out later.
0: <laughs> hey, uh, I gotta remember to print out my Riverwest twenty four registration email, but that's coming up on on Sunday, May seventh. That's like a couple days a couple days from now. Mm-hmm. You're gonna do the twenty four. You either need an avatar in line to register you or you need to be there. Uh, if you want to be doing it as a timed and lap-counted competitor versus a I'm-just-riding-around-for-the-fun-of-it kind of a community participant. So I don't think I would cry a lot if I don't get my competitive entry. Cause I'm just going to do what I do anyway. <laughs> it's not like it's going to change the event. Last full week in July, folks. Make sure you're in Milwaukee for.
1: I'll have my check ready to be written if my number is called. Copy that. I won't roll a tear if I they if don't want to take my money. Yep. I'll so, still ride around. I'll still do what I do. Yep. That's. That's.
0: I think they're sort of. Pushing. It always
1: it always ends up
0: all right. They're definitely pushing it in that direction to be more of a community event again than a competitive. Yeah. Sort of a thing. So. Oh. All the bonus checkpoints do not require you to be an, a registered participant. You can still go do those things, and there will still be thousands of bikes rolling and parties happening. So
1: do it, and you'll get the uh, the breakfast, <laughs> the breakfast bonus. Last, no matter what, I remember that being the bonus contention with uh, Kenny Nielsen, so where <laughs> he's like, "No, I don't want to." I want to do just laps. No bonuses. No bonuses. Whatsoever. But they threw the bonus on. He's like, but I know I do not want that. I want it just. (laughs) So I think they went round and round and round on that one.
0: All right. Tony threw a couple links in the show notes, actually. For some reason, he wanted to put Worksman Cycles in there. I. I'm thinking because... Is that the
1: South Kakalecki one? Yeah, well, they used
0: to make them in New York for many, many years, and I guess they still have a small crew in New York doing certain things like making vendor bikes or something. But they've been making bicycles in the U.S. of A. since 1896. And I was originally under the impression that they had... um, outsourced the manufacturing of, of wheels and frames overseas and assembled them here but that's not the case they actually build them right here in now near Myrtle Beach I forget the small town of South Carolina that they do it in but good on them because every other person that has a bike company does it overseas and these guys actually sell bikes overseas which is nice so conway self-cannoy like good way oh conway okay yeah good on your worksman for still making bikes for over a hundred years here in the good old u.s of united states america hey oh i got a button thing to push over. i'm pushing the button now green button pushed hey welcome to the radio program caller who do we have on the line Hi, this is Mark Peterson from Ogden, Utah. How are you guys doing? There he is—the guy that's going to save the show. <laughs> <laughs> now, now the pressure's on, Mark. You know. Uh, hey, welcome, welcome, right. welcome. Glad to have you call in. Uh, we're tony list today, so we just have uh, Savannah and J.K. in the studio, but uh, we welcome your call. And uh, how's it going?
2: not too bad you know it's it's life life does weird stuff sometimes
0: is there anything specific you would like to talk about that life has dealt you or are we just sort of uh generally speaking uh
2: well it's it my parents are really old, and my dad has Alzheimer's, and my mom has, I believe, dementia, and they're approaching those final years, and it's approaching that place where you have to decide whether you bring a third party in or not, and we really can't until something bad happens, and so that's kind of gnarly, to be honest.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I can imagine. my Well, my mom is, is still Uh, around but she did i guess what she what i would consider the nicest thing a a parent could do for me and when my sister was still around for us is that she she bought her way into a a care facility and she still has her own apartment and she's still doing well which she's been doing for many, many years now but as her um as her health declines, it's, it's kind of pre set up. Here's where you're going to go for that. Here's where you're going to go for that. Here's where we're going to wheel you out when you're done kind of thing. And, and, uh, so all of those end of life decisions are not, um, on, on me at this point or my family, which is, uh, I guess that's a, to me. That's a really good gift. Thanks, Mama. I love you. I, I know you yeah, probably you probably yeah. don't listen to the show, but by cracky, you really should. You can find out what your <clears throat> stupid son's up to. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, well, it, it, it's a similar situation uh, to the whole thing, but I mean, that's neither here nor there. That's just the icky. I want to talk about the happy and the beautiful.
0: <laughs> yeah, we, you had a great idea when we uh, were were uh, messengering earlier. So, uh, tell us what your thoughts are.
2: Well, I kind of I kind of wanted to chat with you guys about the art of bicycles, or you know how. Bicycles kind of are a piece of art inherently in, inside of their me- mechanical capabilities, but they're beautiful, you know, and we have kind of had a, a double triangle bicycle concept since the safety bike was introduced and um, things are changing now where uh, you get a lot more interesting bicycle shapes. And so I guess I've been kind of contemplating how the art of a bicycle has been changing over a few years
0: yeah that's an interesting uh take on it because modern materials you really don't you're not stuck doing the the double diamond for you know practicality and strength purposes when when you uh originally suggested it i'm like well this could go off in a few directions because immediately my mind went to people who make art with parts of bicycles and i'll have one in the show notes there's a there's a guy in um Central Kansas, uh, next to an Imba Epic Trail down there near uh, Wilson Lake Reservoir. But anyway, this guy's in the middle of nowhere, and he it was a scrapper, and he had all these old bike parts, in, and he makes art like animals and stuff using forks for legs and all sorts of parts of awesome. these old bikes. So it's like, oh, yeah, well, that's kind of art with bicycles also. So, yeah.
2: Very cool, though. Don't Don't you think that kind of stuff is really
0: cool? I do. Yeah, I bought a bunch of his pieces, and many of them uh, use at least some parts of bicycles. Because uh, you know, he's an old yeah, Harley yeah. riding. He's a Harley riding, live in the middle of nowhere scrapper, and he was just super nice. and And uh, I hope he's still around. It's been probably eight or ten years since I've been around there, and he was a pretty old dude. But uh, uh, next time, yeah, I did, yeah. you know, I. The, the middle of nowhere in Kansas, like dead center. If you have your one dollar bill of the state of Kansas, and you, I think, poke the eyeball of the thingy majigger, that's pretty much where um, <laughs> near Lucas and Russell, Kansas. Which, uh, if you want awesome, to get into awesome. your, I, I into-
2: actually, I, I have some aspirations from for building some art type things, like chairs made out of rims and. Uh, inner tubes and you know kind of recycling once they've been used up to the point that they can't use be used for the actual uh art of <laughs> bicycling. Um and so I've got a lot of aspirations along those lines, but I also at the same time I I spent a lot of time building bikes and my coping method for this situation that we talked about a little bit earlier with my parents is has been building bikes. Um it's it's what I do to relieve stress and it maybe explains why I have <laughs> so many bikes but um (laughs) yes uh the the thing is is like there there's a lot of different aspects like you said to art of bicycles is it um bicycles made into art or is it bicycle bicycles that are inherently art is it bicycles that can be transformed into riding art there's a lot of different really cool venues that we could visit on this
0: yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't catch the whole story, but uh, if if you know who David Byrne is from the Talking Heads and now sort of Absolutely. solo David Byrne yeah, all the time, is, is an avid cyclist. He takes a bike, and I, I'm not sure if it's a Brompton. I think it might be. Um, with him on tour everywhere, and he loves to ride around whatever city he is in at the time. And he was at the he was at the Met Gala the other night, and some BBC commentator was lamenting the fact that he didn't wear a helmet to this particular event tonight. I don't don't know if that's a if if that's an if that's a British thing that you have to wear a helmet all the time in in England or what, but it's like there's another now there's an artist on a bike, you know? It's like
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Again, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of different levels. Like I put a, uh, I put a lot of work into kind of like when I, when I build up my bikes, I've I've done a couple builds recently that made me think about color schemes and stuff on the bikes I build. And I I went back to old Hobie cat sailboat sail colors. And I started looking at how they were laying out their colors. And so I'm building several bikes right now that have like kind of a, a progression of color gradients, like, you know, um, yellow to orange to red, and then maybe even to Brown to pull in that full on 1970s vibe. But I mean, it's just very interesting to kind of put these ideas onto bikes that I can then go ride and have a whole nother artistic experience on.
0: Yeah. I've noticed uh, several of your builds use a lot of colorful parts. How are you sourcing the, uh, the cranks and the stems and the, and the bars that have these kind of, you know, interesting colors?
2: Sure, sure. Um, Mostly everything that I do is through eBay, but that's because almost anybody who is anybody that's selling anything along those lines is going to be selling it on eBay. But I also go out to Analog Bicycles and Velo Orange, and um, there are a couple other different places that I really like to get very particular things. It kind of just depends on what I'm looking for and how, how high a quality it needs to be.
0: Yeah, when you're so you're just finding frames locally and then and, and throwing parts at them they're
2: coming to me. <laughs> they, I'm not I'm not finding them, they are arriving. <laughs> yeah, I think
0: we we talked about somebody that had had given you a, a couple of dozen or something recently that were
2: Oh, yeah. A, at, yeah, uh, was it the owner? Yesterday, of, was, yesterday, my brother brought me over four more frames to build up because he was okay. worried I was running out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he knows it's your uh, one of your mental health uh, good things.
2: Yeah, yeah, it, that that does play into it. That's a that's a very real thing. But as it stands right now, I have twenty one frames waiting to be built.
0: That's an, that's amazing. <laughs> And are you are you hoarding them or are you are they finding use in the community or what, what's happening with them once you've once your vision's been realized, what, what what happens to them?
2: Um well that's a great question because I've been spending a lot of time thinking about that recently because I've got too many bikes. There is a threshold. I thought that threshold would never be met, but it's official. Um I have several bikes that may end up getting hung up into the rafters of different buildings and just kind of be uh, talking points because they, their value kind of, I don't want to ride them a whole bunch, but they're still worth something. So maybe that's a way to show them off. Um, but the reality is, is I'm going to sell them. Uh, I've decided that I am going to whittle my collection down to 20 and then I'm going to sell probably another 20 bikes. And um it it'll be kind of an interesting experience. i I put a post up on Facebook yesterday asking the people that follow me, which ones I should keep. And there's a lot of interesting answers, but not a whole lot of help.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right on. Uh, how are things going at Promhorn? Yeah. Is that uh, picking up over there for the season?
2: Oh yeah. Fantastic. The weather's turning around, the crowds are coming in. We've got some construction that's going out on, on the road out in front of our uh, workplace. So I think that that's biting into our foot traffic and uh, the amount of people that would be coming through there. But when that gets done, I think that we're going to be just swamped beyond swamped. but yeah, it's going really good. Thank you for asking.
0: Good. And you're, I mean, you're still enjoying it and uh, that's, an important part of being a bike shop employee because you're certainly not uh, not getting rich doing it.
2: Well, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, they're very, very good to me. Um, they're, they're very considerate. Um, I think one of the things that is the most valuable thing to me is they understand what's going on with me in my life. They understand that I have medical issues, the nerve damage and all that kind of stuff in my back that causes medical problems that make me useless every now and then. And then they also understand, you know, my family's situation and what's going on there and are understanding and supportive of that. And it just speaks to if, if you work with people that you love, that you really care about, your good friends, that your employees will bend over backwards for you and almost vice versa, your employers will bend over backwards for you as long as, you know, you can't take advantage of anything like that. But I mean it's it's just a I feel very, very blessed in the particular situation i am in i'm I'm being allowed kind of a period of time to really be a bicycle guy you know to build crazy bikes to ride bikes to work in a bike shop and kind of experience that and I think maybe the universe gave me that to help balance this other
0: stuff that's happening. That would be a Amy. cool that would be a cool thought. I I just thought of a, a really good tagline for Pronghorn if they don't already have one. Be like Pronghorn. The, What's up? The empathetic bike shop.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. I mean they do care and we do care. Like everyone that comes in, we treat them like family. Basically the idea is, you know, on cheers when Norm or anyone would come in, they norm <laughs> cuz everyone knew your name there, you know. The same kind of concept at our bike shop. We get to know everyone that comes in, and we get to know them on the level of a friend. We meet them like we're meeting a friend at a party or at a social event. And we do our best to remember names. I think that that's hugely important to remember people's names. When you walk into a place and they go, hey, Mark, what's going on? That's a huge thing. So that's the direction we're going.
0: Yeah, it's like the uh, the seven. Well, a lot of people remember names really well, but it's the seven time thing. If you if you use it, at the name seven times, you usually will remember it. Seven times.
2: Apparently, apparently that. that's, that's the
0: number. I I, I just pulled, <laughs> I pulled it out of the sky. No, I, i've I've read yeah, I've yeah. read studies on this before. I mean, some people you know remember faces so well, and they're like, "Oh, dude, I remember you from the show at the whatever you were at that race," but right can't really put right. A, can't hey, really, you. Yeah, I can't hey, really Tugger. put a name to it. Or What's up, champ? Yeah. <laughs> how's how's it going, bud? I, I,
2: I do the skirt around the issue by going dude or sir. Or yep. Man.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. So maybe they inadvertently give it away.
0: Or, you know, every once in a while you have the friend that, that recognizes that you're kind of struggling, and then they'll go like, hey, Steve, hey, good to see you, man. And you're like, yeah, Steve, bro, it's good to see you.
2: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Kind yeah, yeah. of give you the so cue. that
2: brings up a question. Question for you guys: um, What do you guys do as far as art and bikes? Uh, do you have bikes that you make artistic? Do you make art out of bike parts? Do you even do anything along those lines?
0: Um, I have a few paintings and pieces of art that were made by artists that are that are either have bicycles in them or utilize bike parts. At this time, I have not, I don't think, actually built anything but actual serviceable bikes that you might consider art. J.K., you got a, sure. you got a propensity for making art with bike stuff? Oh, you know what? <laughs> One thing I did for quite a few years is um, supply my daughter with small parts, and she made uh, earrings when she was like 12 years old out of, out of small bike parts. Oh, cool. And, oh, and, yeah. so, and sold them, too, so that
1: was cool. Yeah,
2: yeah, that is cool.
1: JK is well, I mean, no. I've I, got I mean, I've got a little I, stable in the basement that I has the potential for refabrication and repurposing and upcycling into something artistic, but I can't bear to get rid of them. Type thing. <laughs> mm. It's what it's, it's. one of those. Yeah. It's it's art in stasis. Uh, art
0: art. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's, I, I, I like to call it unrealized art. There you go. <laughs> well, it's uh
2: <laughs> or, ho- or hoarding. I, yeah, oh yeah. S- yeah.
0: Slightly. All right. <laughs> it, I, it's taken a while to get there, but well, we're, we we are kind at the, of beer
1: are you guys drinking?
0: We are at the top of the hill. Um well, this is the 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 12-pack that keeps giving cuz I think we're yeah, this is
1: the big boy that we uh, avoided
0: kind of pushing this one off. It's a Deschutes Haze Tron Imperial Hazy IPA. Flocking it at a knee-capping 8%. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> Out of Bend, Oregon, these guys always Sounds make good playable. beer. Yeah, it's radically juicy, apparently.
1: It doesn't taste like an 8%. Mm. Oh, good. At all. Well, at all, which is dangerous.
0: I could see. Experimentally hopping freshly squeezed. I think they kind of, they're a pretty hoppy brewery for the most part. I'm going to crack mine open now and, and I could swallow.
1: See, I, I could see being, <clears throat> if I were unawares. Of the alkahoosie on this and letting a couple of them flow. Yeah. That, well it would catch up after the third I, one. I'm
0: starting to get room in my stomach for more things than just you know <laughs> whatever I ate for lunch. Um I just playing like a, <laughs>
1: like the bagpipes. Uh, yeah. oh,
0: <laughs> Mark, are you uh, are you partaking of the libation?
2: I am, sir. I in in retrospect, thinking back to our prior conversations about this, I always came back with something snappy like "oh uh, uh, PBR" or "Bush" or you know something like that. So, in anticipation of today, I went and bought some Dead Horse Amber Premium Amber Ale from the Moab Brewing Company.
0: Mm. Oh, nice!
2: And um. it is.
0: <laughs> delicious so it's moab brewings what's the name of the beer
2: um it's uh dead horse dead, dead horse. horse amber premium amber ale that's a bit redundant but that's literally what it says
0: amber huh. premium amber ale
2: <laughs> it, yes it, it's playful and light with Play- <laughs> a fruity nuttiness
0: Sounds sounds good. So, how does how is it working in Utah with uh, with microbrews? They don't have to do the three point two thing or anything, do they?
2: No, no, no. I, they they can put out. Uh, um, I think all the way up to what is it, five or six percent, which isn't a whole lot. I mean, but still, it's better than when we just had the three point two specialty beer for
1: Utah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was uh, it was always fun being out there cuz uh, uh they just there were so many ways to skirt around the issue but uh in the end it was hard to skirt around some of them 100% so Right? Right. Well, very cool, Mark. So
2: what Where where what? is everyone today? Why 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 is Tony not there?
0: Well, uh kind of like you, they've been dealing with some family stuff and one of the one of the oh. relatives came to and to an end and there that just happened uh, a couple of days yeah, ago. So um, they're, they're
2: working Send my that. condolences, please.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, mean, they're, they're a pretty, bad. pretty good sized family. So hopefully there's some support there and stuff for them. And we'll let Tony kind of yeah, go into it yeah. if that's something he wants to do or, or, or whatever, but uh, sure do wish him, wish him well and his family well, because it's uh you know, it's a, it's a, a close family member. So. Yeah. yeah, but absolutely. otherwise, I don't know, besides, uh, you know, still this, we, we haven't had an, in, actually, I should ask Teresa to be on the show today. We haven't had oh. an in-studio <laughs> guest for a little bit, but uh, maybe Sam next week or something. We, it's nice to have folks in the studio, too. I mean, we certainly love having Mark Peterson from Ogden, Utah, on the phone, because uh, you always have a lot of interesting stuff to say. And I, I appreciate that you come up with something, uh, a topic to talk about, because... That not only is uh, art bike stuff interesting, it's also good filler for the show. Right. <laughs> um, You know we I, oh
2: goodness
0: we put a, we put a little bit of thought in the show with the show notes and stuff, but a lot of times this is just winging it, and hopefully the guest has something interesting to say. So, thanks very much for that, Mark. Well.
2: Oh, you're welcome. As always, as always, you guys have always been really cool to me. And you also give me a chance to say, you know, come and see us at Longhorn Cycles in Syracuse Utah at 2432 West, 1700
0: South. Right on, man. Well, uh, she you're, she I, she as always, did <laughs> you, did, you did that really well. You should got to get, we got to get some, uh, I, I should, I should. I get some vocal effects on the butt. And you'd be like,
1: yeah, come on down. Yeah, get the David fucking Lee. Hello, <laughs> oh, Sunday, oh, Sunday, man. monsters well, of I, truck. I'm, I'm really
2: hopeful that we're going to be able to get together uh, sometime in the next 12 months. That either me coming out there or you guys coming out here, I just want to pedal and drink a couple beers and puff a little and maybe hang out. I think that would be fantastic. I
0: think that's an excellent goal. Um, we're going to work towards that for sure. All right, Mark. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thank you again for being on the show. You're welcome to call in any time, and uh,
2: as we'll, always, we'll, thank you.
0: Yep, thank you. We'll catch up with you on the flip flop.
2: Okay. Love you guys. Have a great, great weekend. Take, what day is it? Holy shit!
0: It's, huh? it's fr- according to the <laughs> show. It's, fr- it's Friday, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right on. All right, All right on. man. Have a great weekend. Love Take, you guys. You too, Take man. it easy, Mark. Bye. Bye. Hey, everybody. That was Mark Peterson. I do I do appreciate that uh, art bicycle bicycle art oh, yeah. kind of dichotomy whatever whatever that whole thing is it's awesome and as always Merck's not only clear on the phone because some mumbly people are less <laughs> Dave Lunds, I'm not calling you
1: <laughs> well, I mean I kind of have that same vibe with when it comes to like motorcycles cuz I don't know motorcycle mechanics or engine Combustion bulb, any of that from Adam or even riding a damn motorcycle. <clears throat> but the shape, the artistic part of it. Yeah. I, I, mean, I catch that a hell of a lot Yeah. And there's when some- somebody starts talking about what the ins and outs, the innards, I'm like, oof. It's, you're talking, about pops and buzzes at me. I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. But that one looks cool. Yeah. I'm <laughs> just like, oh, that, yeah. that looks like fun.
0: I'm not sure why. I think there's, even though there's an awful lot of variety in bicycles, they're all kind of utilitarianly designed. Whereas with a motorcycle, you can make them non-utilitarian and they still do their job because mm. they're not powered by the human. They're powered by either internal really? combustion, electric rubber bands or wind or whatever. Sure. And sure, sure, uh, sure. Yeah. Well, all right, everybody. Thank you very much for listening to this week's show. Uh, J.K. and Sven, thank you. Wish Mark. me
1: luck in line at the lottery for the uh, River Western. I wish you luck. <laughs> I'll I, find out how many tickets I end up with that I have to choose from where I'll get my winner. Very good. All right. <laughs> well, I,
0: I hope Tony's back next week. I hope his family's doing well. Um, thanks again for listening. We'll see you later. That was kind of weird. I don't know. There's like an echo in there somewhere. I wonder if that's in the. Is in the. the phone? No, everything's muted out oh, and he's gone. <laughs> gone, daddy, gone. Oh, wait. I don't know. Maybe I called him back or something. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Hey, everybody. Thanks very much. You get the gist of the idea. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week.